I'm Dr. Pete Economo, the East Coast psychologist. And I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin, the West Coast psychologist. And this is When East Meets West. So Pete, today we are going to talk about distress tolerance skills. And, you know, this is one we realized we couldn't believe we hadn't talked about it yet because it's kind of an important one therapeutically, but out in the world, it's something like people are always looking for ways to get through intense emotional experiences. Hello, Pete. How are (laughs) you? I am great. And uh, it's like, we've talked about everything and yet we, you know, so we could both find lots of things we haven't talked about. And we, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And and then, yes. And then we're, and and then we're like, oh, we we still have to talk about this one. So this one we realized is a, is a great one to discuss. Um, And I guess maybe we could start by just, um, is it okay if you, Pete, if I just like throw, I know you love some definitions. Can I, can I start with my, uh, my own definitions? Throw it out. Okay. So, uh, so for listeners, the term distress tolerance, um, polarized, um, in DBT, dialectical behavior therapy, which is, you know, in this, uh, wonderful, uh, under the umbrella of third wave cognitive behavioral therapies. Um, it's got a whole, you know, so if you Google distress tolerance skills, um, you'll find all kinds of things. It's a whole in DBT, it's a whole entire module in the groups there. Um, so if anybody, you know, that's listening is looking, uh, to have just like a great reference of skills to practice, like definitely the DBT skills, uh, manual uh, for, uh, for patients is a great thing to have, but basically what distress tolerance skills are. Um, and the way DBT really teaches them are, I kind of like to say they're, they're like mindful distraction, yes. right? So, you know, we talked about distraction actually a few weeks ago about, you know, distraction. That's not so helpful. This would be an example of intentionally choosing, uh, to distract oneself, um, in a, in a mindful way. Um, when you're basically experiencing emotions that are so intense that you can't regulate them. Yeah. So I'll often say to people, it's kind of like, on a scale of one to 10, if your emotions are getting at like a six, they're like a 6.5 is what I say. Seven, it starts to get a little hard to control, but so 6.5, seven-ish, um, it's time to turn to distress tolerance skills because these help you ride out the emotion until it passes, as opposed to doing things that we usually want to do when we feel intense emotion, yeah. um, which is try to make them go away, where people start to engage in behaviors that m- can make things worse. Like, for mm-hmm. example, um, using substances or... Yep. Um, you know, restricting eating or, yeah. you know, getting into a shopping sex. match or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sex. Absolutely. Um, I have a great analogy I'll use in a minute, but I guess I'll just pause <laughs> and say, I don't know. Is there anything else that you would add or like, um, anything else that you explain, uh, clinically when, when you're, when you're teaching these? No, I think, I mean, like always, you did a great job. Uh, you know, DBT is something <laughs> that, uh, that you and I were both trained in, uh, but to this, in this moment, we don't offer that, that, as a manualized, you know, training for listeners, it is a manualized, uh, you know, uh, intervention that includes distress tolerance is one of the skills, um, but it includes uh, individual sessions and group sessions. You've got like coaching, you know, calls with your clinician, um, and you know, but you can use it. But distress tolerance are used across. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's not. It's not. Um, it's not only utilized within DBT. That was no. sort of, yeah, popularizing. Yeah. The name. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know that. The interesting thing about DBT is that really most of what Marshall Lynn Hannon, what she now speaks about is that she just basically took yes. Zen took Zen and put it into a manual. Uh, you know, a lot of right, right, mindfulness, right. um, you know, distress tolerance, interpersonal effectiveness, and emotion regulation. That's all Zen. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. And she so, says, you know, totally. she 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 talks about that. So yeah, and it's really like 
oftentimes, like you said, like when you six point five, whatever the the gauge is, it's trying to do goal directed behavior that maybe someone's like you know uncomfortable doing or trying to avoid. And distress tolerance is, is just one mindful distraction. Yeah, it's it's how it's trying to help you get through a really intense time, and yeah. so you know, and and these can be, and they're really concrete things to do. So you know. I just promised a great analogy, which isn't actually an analogy, I guess, because it's um it's a different type of distress tolerance. But I, I would share with people it's kind of like um when you're on a boat and or people get when people get really seasick, most people know that you're told to look at the horizon. Yes. Right. And and I I get very I get very seasick. So um so this this resonates with me when I when I figure yeah. out, oh, it's the same thing. And I'll I'll say to patients, you know, when when you're told to look at the horizon when you're really seasick. The intention of looking at hor- the horizon is not to stop the nausea and it's right. not to stop the boat from ro- rocking, right? It's to actually keep the nausea where it is. Yeah. The, it gives you something to focus on and to do until the sea calms down, basically, yeah. right? That's what that. we're doing with distress tolerance skills. That's so, right. you know, it's just the emotion. It's it's like intense emotion and not um, nausea. I guess it could also be physical pain. Um, yeah. Probably. Um, it absolutely so, yeah with, especially with athletes yeah. we, we do a lot of that with physical pain yep and so maybe some yes. tech so do you so because it is just like a universal intervention are you also using some of the dbt like acronyms as you're teaching it anymore or not really uh no i don't know i guess it depends i mean i think i just start to i, I get i mean i i basically uh share what i just uh shared yeah. with with you all right now um, which i love i love thank you for sharing that you're you're welcome my pleasure <laughs> um and then i actually have people write down um different skills that they can do and so you know and this is something you know any listener can do for themselves and and i tend to like just give some examples of things that tend to be helpful right yeah. and so i'll say like you know start with things that are soothing behaviors right uh-huh. like and again, so, so another thing, it's like, again, it's like a bumpers on a bowling lane. You're just trying to soften the blow, right? Yeah, as, the, yeah. as the bowling ball rolls down. So soothing behaviors, I'll say like, put on a, put on a sh- an easy TV show to watch, like yeah. The Office or Friends. Sometimes you can watch a million times. Like don't, don't watch something that's going to, um, what is your go-to? Emotion. Um, I love New Girl. Mine is, um, America's Funniest Home Videos. Go ahead. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Um, I'll say like, if people like animals, I'll say, you know, yeah. this one never fails. I'll like literally Google baby animal, whatever mm. animal you like to look at. I'm like baby pan. I'm like, whatever. That was like, <laughs> that, that helps. So, you know, yeah. I was like yeah. listening, making a playlist of soothing songs, yeah. right. Um, putting on good smelling lotion yeah. or using essential oils like yeah. lavender or eucalyptus. Um, then there's some of the more other concrete ones where it's like, if you're really, you can squeeze ice. That's mm-hmm. a really common one. Um, one of my most favorites, if someone is feeling really, really anxious or really angry is take a, a paper towel or a, or a, you know, a, like a small hand towel, put it under cold water, wring it out and put it on the back of your neck. Yep. I don't know why I don't understand physiologically what helps about this, but it seems to, it's different than like splashing cold water on your face. Like it seems yeah. to like bring body temperature down more. Um, Got a couple other ones, but what else do you tell um, people to try, Pete? Yeah, pro, pros and con lists can help a lot. You know, just mm. trying to like maybe assess some of the ambivalence there. 
um, radical acceptance, you know, I, I, that's probably not as concrete as what you're trying to get at there. Cause that one's. Yeah. I think more, cause it's, it's easy. Yeah. I'm more thinking of like the actual, like when people are like have you know, they're having a panic attack. Yeah. Right. Using or the, se- using the senses. Um, so yes, like five, four, yeah. three, two, say one. More about that. Yep. We'll say, say more about those. Yeah. Um, so like using senses, like, so you could see like, you know, five things you see, five things you hear, five things you smell, four things you see, four things, you know, five, four, three, two, one, you count down. It depends where you're at. Like, so you might be, you might not be able to hear much or you might be able to see much or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You want to just kind of tap into your senses. Can you taste anything? Can you see something? Can you smell something? Mm-hmm. Feel, you know, feel on your body. Um, so that's mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. that's, that's really tactile. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that one. I, actually, you know what? I don't. Um, that's like one I forget about. Like as you're yeah. saying that, I'm like, oh, I need to, I need to use that one more. What? what I other, thought that like, when you said about that. I, I said that. I thought about that when you Although said ice, ice cubes. I was like, oh, I always forget. Yeah, that. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought in that moment was God. Nikki is so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are also so good at this. <laughs> Pete is also so good at this. Um, which is it's funny is everybody just has their go-tos. It's we have our the things that you like, yeah. you know, that you tend like, um, I like, uh, count colors in a room. That's like a that's yeah. one that can be really concrete. Like if yeah. you're in any room, decide like count how many shades of blue you see, then yep. how many shades of pink, how many, and, and just for listeners to know the reason why this, these things like the, the, um, using the five senses, counting colors, it's very grounding. It's very yeah. mindful that even though I said, distress tolerance is kind of like mindful distraction it's funny like a lot of times people will say to me oh yeah that's really good because it distracts me from my thoughts when i get yeah. colors in a room and i'll say well actually your thoughts are distracting you from what's happening in the moment that's and right so what we're actually doing is pulling you into the moment and yeah. orienting you what does that do it starts to bring down the the temperature of whatever yeah. you're feeling yeah and other like other self-soothing techniques would also be helpful and so diaphragmatic breathing could be a great mm-hmm. thing you know no one wants to be told to breathe in the moment when they're feeling that way but if we right, are right but if we are <laughs> fair and remember and if you could just even as you're listening right now just take a deep belly breath and it's really remarkable like how it can absolutely just you know activate parasympathetic and just people just chill mm-hmm well, and similar, uh, similarly to that, um, is like box breathing. If, if yeah. folks are familiar with that, which is yep. like, um, you know, inhale for four, hold your breath for four, exhale for four, um, yep. hold your breath or not hold, well, hold at the bottom for four, yep. not hold your breath example, good, but pause. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess the last couple ones I would say it's like, it's things that are also just like very simple. Like I'll say, you know, it's really like soothing things, like make yourself like a tea, yeah. you know, um, you know, maybe coffee, but if you're feeling anxious or angry, you wouldn't want to have caffeine because of yeah. activating. But if you're feeling very sad, maybe that would be helpful. Actually, it's something like a kind of helps you be a little bit more alert. Um, you know, having a, a like a bubbly water, just a, or just a cold glass of water in general. Yeah. Like pet your dog or cat, right? Yeah. Ask for a hug from a loved one. Um, put on uh, comfortable clothing. Um, you know, I, I remember one of the ones I always liked in the DBT skills book was like. Um, like wash your sheets and get under the clean sheet. It's like things that are very simple. And these are the things that we tend to disregard when we're feeling really, really dysregulated because we want to fix it. And what we really want to do is allow the emotion to be there and then do something else simultaneously that just helps us ride it out, helps us focus on the horizon, so to speak. I love that you gave that the horizon because it's the boat's still going to rock. Mm-hmm. That's the right. 
the boat's still going to rock. It, and so it's not about just eliminating, even though everyone we work with wants to eliminate. I want to eliminate a lot of the. <laughs> Everybody does. That's just human. It's just, just, it's just having a human brain. Like that's yeah. our go-to, you know, it's the first yeah. thing that we want to do. And so, you know, we just have to, um, we just have to know that when we try to get rid of whatever intense emotion we're experiencing, if we're trying to not have it, we're going to have more of it. So, yeah. you know, hopefully listeners, um, are walking away from this episode with a couple concrete tools here. A lot of tools. Thank you for a yeah, lot. Yeah. Yes. These some they, these work for me. I know these work for Pete. Um, definitely check out the DBT Skills uh, book if you're looking for a a wonderfully um, thorough and comprehensive list. Um, but just remember that whenever you're feeling intense emotion, um, and it's something that you know it's higher than a six point five, focus your eyes on the horizon whatever behavior that is for you. This has been When East Meets West. I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin. And I'm Dr. Pete Economo. Be present, be brave. This has been When East Meets West. All material is based on opinion and educational training of Drs. Pete Economo and Nikki Rubin. Content is for informational and educational purposes only.